Lefondre looking to get Colstein of Fon. Lefondre away from David. 3-1 running. Three points running. Hello, welcome to the Umpire Royals podcast supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Uh, been a pretty good Christmas period so far with Reading beating Wigan last Saturday and then Boxing Day coming and picking up a point away at Peterborough, one of the better sides in the league with a 2-2 draw. And to discuss the 2-2 draw from yesterday, I've been joined today by Matt Lansley. Matt, how was your Christmas? Fantastic. And even more so when, when Reading do well. It, someone will probably say, oh, we were brilliant last year or the year before, but it seems like a while since we've had a good Christmas at Reading FC. So that, that just capped it off. Fantastic Christmas dinner, fantastic Boxing Day and a great, great couple of couple of games anyway from Reading FC. Yeah, free unbeaten now away from home as well, which is uh, really weird. <laughs> when was the last time we were free unbeaten? It must be at least 18 months. It's been a long time since we were free unbeaten away from home. Given given that we given that we what what only only won once in over a year, it must be at least 18, if not two years, 18 months or two years. And I'll be honest, I don't really think anybody expected to get anything from yesterday. So to get a point was incredibly, like, you know, positive. Um, it, despite the fact that, obviously, the teams around us, they did, a couple of them won yesterday. Exeter did win um, against Wickham, which actually, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not sure is the worst result, given how poor Wickham have been this season as well. Um, we're now within five points of Wickham. And I think Cheltenham won as well yesterday. Um well, they were they were playing they were playing at home against Shrewsbury, who, you know, we watched them earlier in the season and we thought they were one of the poorest teams in the division. So, I don't think it's inconceivable that we could actually catch Wickham and Cheltenham and Wickham and Shrewsbury, sorry, in the second half of the season anyway. So mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't seem like the worst that teams around us are picking up points as well, because I'd almost rather have more teams being dragged back towards us at this point of the season with this many games to go. It's picking up the points as well on our point of. On our like side of the fence, it's picking up points against teams that are much above us, though as well. You know, your Lincolns, your your um, uh, your Peterboroughs, your Oxfords, you know, who are all kind of up there fighting for fighting for top six. We've been able to take points off them. Yes, they've been able to beat you know other teams down near the bottom, but like you say, the teams they've beaten now actually being pulled back towards us. And um, yeah, Shrewsbury will be an interesting watch in this second half of the season because um, yeah, th- with, with their record, I think they're still. The worst scorers in the division were 13, 14 goals, I think, still, you know, they're really, it sounds bad to say, but they're really not good. I think <laughs> so. them and Exeter are both on 14 goals now so far this season. Uh, both both did, obviously, uh, yeah, well, Exeter won yesterday, but, you know, neither, neither are particularly um, playing very well currently. So let's look at Reading anyway yesterday. There was one change. With uh, Kelvin Airbatterman starting up front for Sam Smith in what seemed like a kind of a resting brief for Sam Smith, given the fact that we've obviously got the games against Cheltenham and Exit coming up this week as well, uh, I think it kind of made sense to to rest Sam Smith. Maybe it's surprising you only rest one player, but I can kind of understand the logic of, of bringing Sam Smith out for a game when Reading perhaps were expected not to dominate and not really necessarily be on the front foot all that much. Yeah, you know, yesterday would have been a real tiring one for for, for the striker. You know, lead, leading the line against the team that that holds the ball really well, has possession. You know, having to lead that press like Sam Smith usually does, 
that would have been seriously tough, you know, and given, like you say, it's, it's bad to say that that game was a free hit against Peterborough because it's still one of the, you know, one of the 45 games, 46 games you play through the season. But I I can I can understand it. It did give me a bit of a heart attack at the start because I thought that Sam Smith was actually injured. Um, I didn't see him on I didn't see him on the bench, but was quickly corrected. I think there was probably a few others that maybe didn't spot him on the bench either. Um, but um, but but yeah, you know, you. I think if there was one person to probably rest out of out of that team, it's probably Sam Smith because let's let's face it, he's one of those one of the if not the most crucial player probably to to Reading at the moment. Um, and he proved it in the game with how we changed, you know, when he did come on later in the game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that second half when he came on, the game completely swung back in our favour. Um, but the first half, I mean, the first half wasn't necessarily all Peterborough though, wasn't that? Because I think for the first, I'd say probably 25 to 30 minutes, Reading definitely matched them. Neither yeah. team really created anything. I'm not sure either team actually had a shot uh, for the first 25 or 30 minutes up until up until David Button going down with some kind of uh, impact injury. I think it was about half an hour in. It, it felt like Reading were definitely matching Peterborough. It didn't feel like we were sitting back. Um, you know, we, we had a few opportunities on counter. I think at one point um, Aziz tried to lay off nibs after a, you know the ball got into the area, but it got cut out. And um, so good. There was a couple of bits of link-up play between um, Ayabatman and Naziz, but nothing really came of it necessarily. It just felt like both teams were kind of matching each other. Yeah, yeah, you know, we, we were very much in the game. You know, we we, we started quite well, um, you know, it, and when you say neither team really had a, had a chance and we were still in the game, like, it was it was quite a free flowing game, but just without any big chances. You know, it was quite end to end. Both teams were working the ball really well and kind of getting forward quite quite well. But it all just broke broke down then really at, at the defensive line. And I think you can give give a lot of credit to to Holmes and um, Abby in the back line for doing that for Reading. You know, in the first first thirty minutes. But kind of looking at it and given the run that we're on, you were looking at it and thinking like this. The, this could be a game where we could sneak a point, you know, looking at it, but button then gets his injury. And it's, it's, it's amusing looking back because obviously Wigan button had his injury in what the 15th, 16th minute that really helped us in the Wigan game, you know, cause we, we were on the back foot at the start of that game, that injury changed it. We were by far dominant after that. Sadly with this one, whatever um, Ferguson did with um, uh, Peterborough, they, they came out of it and it was probably, I'd say the best 15 minutes or so of a team that I've probably seen um, in in the champ uh, in League One. So I keep saying championship. I'll get it out of my system. At eventually. some point, you get past this. Uh, at yeah. some point, I'll get past this state of denial that I'm still in. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Good. I mean, Poku and, and Mason Clark are just they're just they're, way they're too enough. good for this level. Yeah, yeah. And when um, you consider the fact that the weakest point in our team is is probably wing back. Really, I mean, we've we've struggled at left back all year, and yes, Dorset's come in and he's doing an okay job, but he's he's probably still the weak link. And mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, with with Yeardom out and in Bengway playing, it, the wing backs were the weak link yesterday, certainly. So, Poku and Mason Clark kind of, I wouldn't necessarily had a field day, but they, you know, that fifteen minutes before half time, they they really did kind of turn the screw, Peterborough, and I think they they created a couple of chances. I think Mason Clark hit the post. Um, kind of on a spin, spinning shot from 
about 15 yards or so from the left-hand side of the area. Um, and they hit the post and then they won a corner about a minute and a half later, 36, 37 minutes in. And, you know, for all the improvement that we've had over the last six or seven weeks, we're still liable to make some mistakes, I think, as a, mm-hmm. as a team. And I'm not sure this set piece is going to go down as like one of those things where we've covered ourselves in glory because the the header was kind of an easy easy header really for uh, for the Peterborough goal scorer. And I don't, I mean, we, we kind of went back and forth on it yesterday. I, I don't really think Button does a whole lot wrong here because it's a very crowded area. I'm not sure he's ever going to get to it before, before Josh Knight actually gets his head on it. But I think Lewis Wing loses his man a bit too easily. And I think Nelson Abbey kind of, he kind of, there's, I think there's a secondary Peter player who's kind of working as a blocker as well. Mm-hmm. It, it felt very kind of rehearsed from the Peterborough squad. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a really nice really set play. From... Very well. No, no. And it's, it's, it, it's a really nice set play from, from a Peterborough standpoint. Cause like say they, um, I think it's their number 17. He's used as a blocker really well. Wing is marking the blocker. Abby's got the runner. Um, Abby gets blocked by by their number 17 the problems then come by the fact that abby's not able to one recover that recover the ground but also he's not communicated to wing that that look you're gonna have to you know head this ball away because wing is actually he he ends up pretty much underneath the ball but he doesn't get his head to it he's kind of Um, behind the man isn't he yeah when the ball gets headed in yeah but the final kind of point of it from my side and this was what we were disagreeing on yesterday is the fact that I mean, Button, the, 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 the headers, the headers put in what, probably two, three yards off his line. And, you know, it's not it's not wide out. It's not outside the six yard box. He's right there. He's got one person blocking him uh, or standing on him on the goal line when the corner comes in. But Button's probably a yard or two off his front post, which given that every corner in that first half they had, because they had probably about four or five corners by that point in the first half. Every corner had gone to the back post. Why he was one setting up in front of in front of the the person who's trying to block him is one thing. But then you should also just like he wasn't holding him. He was pretty much just standing on his toes. There was no real blocking happening. He was able to get around him pretty simply once the ball's already in uh, pretty much on 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 um, uh, the defender's head. But like you know, he's, he's got he's, to. I, I, do... I think I agree. I'm not sure I would say he should have come for the ball, but I think he's. He's probably not reacted to the game situation where, so as you say, so many corners had gone to the back post by that point, or well, were heading was, towards the back post. He hadn't necessarily reacted to that in game, as it were. Yeah, and it's 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 weird because actually looking looking at the corner, he actually starts what I would say actually now the right side of the person because he's starting actually on the back of the person that's on on him on the line, but then he but then he jumps in front of him as the ball's kicked in, and he's just completely misread the ball flight because he's jumped in front of his player and now he's essentially blocked himself, you know? So it's like the more, the more you actually watch it, the more it's like, like, but, but again, you know, there's three points which you can kind of point to with this goal where it, where you can stop it. One is Nelson Abbey, you know, he's not been able to um, keep hold of his man. Yes. He's being blocked, but he's he's lost his man. Second is, you know, Lewis wing um, should have been, should have had the communication from Abbey to head it away. Um, or at least impede, you know, the 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 um, attacker and make the header more difficult 
I don't know how difficult you can make a header from two yards, but you know, the last part is, is, is button, you know, because pretty much once the defender's got his head to the ball there, uh, button's helpless. But if he can come and claim the ball there or at least punch it or do something, he stopped that goal again, you know? So for me, there's, there's just three, three really big errors, which you can kind of attribute any one of them really. Yeah. um, I mean, I don't think it was necessarily unfair that we were behind. I guess at that um, at that point, it, they like like we said, Peterborough definitely had the better of that fifteen minutes before half time, and uh, the second half started. And I'm not sure anything could really change from that fifteen minutes, particularly Matt. That like Peterborough were definitely on top um, as the second half kicked off and. They created a couple of chances. There was a good stop from David Button, although it was kind of straight at him. And then there was a there was a goal which got disallowed just before the hour mark, I think it was. Uh, Kiprianu headed the ball in from about seven or eight yards. It's really difficult to tell from like watching back whether he's offside or not because the camera just isn't wide enough to be able to tell. But either way, the linesman has given an offside. I think either he's been given offside or the player behind him was given offside. Um, it's and then the game kind of swings pretty much straight after that disallowed goal. We've had Sam Smith come on at this point for Kelvin A. Batman. I think he came on about 55 minutes or so. I'm not sure he'd actually done anything up to this point, Smith. He, he chased down a couple of you know a couple of chances, but not actually um not actually got anywhere with it yet. And then we get the equalizer through what I would say, and I didn't really realise it at the time, but it was an absolutely fantastic long ball from from Lewis Wing from 20 yards inside our own half. And he's put it straight onto Femi Aziz's foot, uh, who's taken it down really well with the outside of his foot and been able to run onto it. And Femi Aziz yesterday had an absolute cracking second half, especially. He was absolutely fantastic. Um, Brings it down on the outside of his foot and takes it down to the byline. And Sam Smith beats the man on the inside, uh, gets to the near post first and tucks it away kind of just in front of the keeper. And I think the keeper, keeper was raging at his defenders for letting this one in. Mm-hmm. And uh, Reading got an equaliser after 65 minutes. Yeah, well, I, if, if if I was a Peterborough fan or kind of um, the keeper, I'd be raging at the two defenders because how Smith has been able to kind of get right side of both of them and you know squeeze it in you know the keeper's got very little kind of chance after that you know you're just kind of hoping the ball hits you at that point if you're a keeper and you put yourself in the best position um but yeah we, we've got to give lewis wing quite a bit of love for that pass because that pass i mean watch it back on the highlights it's absolutely fantastic it's, it's one of the best passes i've watched for a while mm. i didn't re- appreciate it at the time but watching it back it's a yeah. really really good pass he's picked out aziz perfectly and it, to be honest with, I'm not sure if I would say it was such a perfect pass if Aziz hasn't also then taken it down in his stride on the run mm-hmm. with the outside of his foot so well as well. Like both of them together have combined for just a fantastic piece of play there. It's it's the combination of both, isn't it? Um, you know, but like I think if if you thought that pass from Winker Smith for the for the goal against Oxford was good watch this one it's it's fizzed in it's it's really low as well it's not a looping ball it's it's a real kind of just like driven kind of um 10 yards above the ground kind of just ping of a ball it's fantastic but then the control from Aziz I mean again for how good um the the Peterborough wingers were in the first half Aziz had had his man on toast for a lot of the game um 
even in the first half he had it, it was causing quite a bit of problems down that right hand side um we were just struggling with that final ball but yeah he 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 skins the defender so so well here and, and just the touch that that it's one of these little what would you even call it like little back heel side of the foot to flick it on it kind of comes your... off the outside of his foot but he brings it down at the same time it's like, almost like a uh I, I want to say he's like cushion a cushioned touch mm. with the outside of his foot is probably the best term for it i think it's but, just a really impressive piece of piece of skill i think to do that but he's doing it at full tilt full pace and then again, the ball he puts into the box for Smith is is kind of perfect. The run from Smith is fantastic as well to get right side of his man. I mean, what number four is doing for, for Peterborough, I do not know. He's literally just standing watching and just saying, go on, Smith, score and go shush our fans. Why don't you? Thank you very much, number four. You know, it's... Um, it's 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 a really good kind of goal all round. I think you can point fingers at the Peterborough defending there, kind of all you like. But you know the quality from Wing Aziz and Smith for the run, you know, makes it. You know they they cause the problems. They 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 force the defence into into that situation. And you know it's League One defenders will make mistakes like that at times. We almost took the lead about three minutes later as well. Oh. Um, this would have been a fantastic goal if it had gone in. I was nearly um, dancing about, I tell you. <laughs> I mean, Femi Aziz picks the ball up probably about 24, 25 yards out on the, just on the left-hand side of the area. Um, and it, he turns, swivels and shoots as he kind of does from long range sometimes. And, you know, I think earlier in the season, if he'd done this, this probably would have ended up going five yards wide and 10 yards high. But given the confidence that he's in at the minute, this time he's actually struck it pretty, pretty true. Uh, and it's absolutely hammered into the bar, um, mm-hmm. flowing back out. And it, it, it's a really unfortunate, you know, moment not to have been, not for not to have taken the lead there, really. Yeah. And again, it's another fantastic bit of play from Lewis Wing as well with, 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 with the ball three, he takes out three Peterborough players with this, you know, 10, 15 yard pass through to Aziz. It's, it's a nice little run from Aziz in field. Um, but yeah, it was nearly another Wigan, wasn't it? Another, another goal goal like that um and the one thing that was really nice as well like i know kind of people will i guess eventually be be complaining about the fact that again we've scored a goal and we've conceded you know within five minutes but for four and a half of those minutes we were really on top um and you know we uh, th- th- there was another chance just before this as well and it it, it really just looked like that you know reading could actually go on and reading looked like the team that were going to go on and you know potentially win this game um, you know, they, they were playing really well. They were attacking well, fluid play, quick counter-attacks. It was really, really nice. And this kind of shot from Aziz kind of, um, you know, tops it off a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's like, I think you've got to give credit again to Wings. Again, he picks it up on the halfway line. He, he draws three Peterborough players out. And then, you know, Femi Aziz just gets, you know, I guess you could say quite unlucky. Because if, if that if that flies in, my word. You know that that'd probably be goal goal of the season wrapped up and wrapped up and sealed right there. And Peterborough then take the lead. I mean, all the action here comes in the space of about five minutes. Peterborough take the lead at sixty nine minutes. This is a, I think this is a really good goal for Peterborough to score. Um, the ball gets played over from the right hand side, kind of near the halfway line, cross cross diagonal ball over to the left hand side. Uh, the Peterborough left back instead of taking it down. Plays like a first-time touch into the into Mason Clark, who's just inside the area. Uh, it looks like he's trying to bring it down, but it actually ends up being a pass into Mason Clark. Mason Clark kind of drops his shoulder to look like he's going to hit it across David Button and into the far corner in 
instead ends up just placing it into the near post, um, leaving both Tom, Tom Holmes and David Button, which is completely wrong, but it is a good goal by Peter Brother. He got no kind of no qualms. I don't think anybody did anything wrong here. It's just one of those goals where you kind of have to hold your hands up, a bit similar to our first goal, and just say, like, that was a pretty good piece of play from them, really. Yeah, I mean, it's made by, you know, the pass, I think it's from Collins in midfield, um, up, up, up there, winger number three. And, I mean, the touch the touch through, I mean, people might look at Mola um, for that, but realistically, I, I don't think you're going to be able to do any anything, um, if even if you're a really top defender there, because just the way... The way he's cushioned it's it. It's the one-time touch, isn't it? I just don't see how you can yeah, defend against no, it. No, it is it's it is a fantastic touch through. It's one of those that you concede and and you just think that is really frustrating because that's a fantastic goal for this level. You know, um, you know that, that that's a goal that if it's scored in the Premier League, you're thinking fair play, you know. Um, and, it, and, and it's a great finish again. Maybe Tom Holmes maybe gets too too far to to his right-hand side, doesn't cover the goal enough to block it. But again, first time shot. I think shot, he's trying it? to block from the... He's trying to block the far side, though. And it's it, obviously well, him he, and he, both anticipated it going into the far corner because that's where all the space is. But Well, he, he's he's too far on, on, on the near side. Um, or he ends up being too far on the near side, seemingly. Um, so because, because then it, it goes around his left. It, it's... it's yeah, it's it's a difficult one. I thought the ball's going far side. I think you know David Button did as well. It's just a really kind of sharp piece of play from from from, from Peterborough and 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 yeah. But it's 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 made by by the long long pass, um, and and the first touch passing is it's just a really nice goal. It's one of those that if you score yourself, you're like, I like that. It's really nice to watch. We get the equaliser with about five minutes to go, and this comes from a it's a short free kick just inside the Peterborough half played. I think it was played. I want to say it was played over to, to Lewis wing, but I'm not actually sure if it was Lewis wing or not, who uh, knocks this ball over to Femi Aziz. Um, knocks it over Michael to Craig, Femi Aziz. Craig, who flips oh, it, it Craig? Mm, really so good not, Michael Craig kind of picks it up just outside the centre circle inside the Peterborough half. Um, plays a cross-field ball over to the, the Reading right-hand side. Femi Aziz keeps it in, heads it down to Mola, who takes it into the area um, in a similar kind of position to where Femi Aziz has crossed for Sam Smith earlier on. Mola puts across a very similar kind of ball, but it's bounces up, cleared away by a Peterborough player, but only to the edge of the area. Um, Nibs takes it down, has probably two or three players in front of him after he, after he takes it down. And Femi Aziz kind of picks it up, runs past Nibs, and Nibs, instead of like shooting, realizes all the space that Femi Aziz has created for himself, lays it off for Aziz, and Aziz kind of half volleys it, puts it into the roof of the net, and it's 2 2 with five minutes to go. And this is just a, a, such a tidy goal by Femi Aziz. He's, he's basically done all of the work, I think, for this goal. Um, mm -hmm. and it's just a great, great piece of movement by him for the, for the finish as well. For for Aziz, it's brilliant, you know, for his confidence as well. We're all talking about it, you know, about how he's a confidence player and everything. It's a brilliant finish at a crucial part of a game as well, you know, right right on 85 minutes. You know, we, we were, we, again, we were kind of, we were threatening, but you always had in, in your back of back of the mind the the stat about Reading conceding in the second half. Whenever we concede in the second half, we don't go on to get points. 
um you know certainly this season anyway um and you were just thinking oh and it's peterborough we kind of finished it but it's a really tidy goal i think you've uh, overanalyzed it a bit though alex because it's just a simple flick around the corner from 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 aziz and and, and uh, from nib sorry to aziz and just a first time volley um, it's more the movement by aziz which i'm impressed by yeah. more than anything yeah it's 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 the movement and i mean it, it, it's some might see it as a bit of a scrappy goal because of the Peterborough defending they're at panic stations um it's not really a goal you'd expect a team from you know or a team who's second or you know really pushing for automatics to concede um because you've kind of got two three players that are kind of chasing the ball around um when it comes out to nibs and aziz um they're not very structured it's all kind of like i say quite frantic um but you've got to take you've got to take your chances when they come and aziz takes it fantastically really in, in 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 that position um the one thing we always wanted from him you know what what was was more end product contribute more with your goals and you know he's now um i think it's was it four goals four assists um in his last six or seven games he's he's really motoring now really got a lot of confidence back and it's it's great to see um you know because you probably almost a lot of people were saying this about Aziz that if he got one Kind of the floodgates would open almost, and it well, does we feel said that last season as well. We, 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 we've said that pretty much every year since he's come in because he came in kind of with a bang, didn't he? Where he got those two two quick goals. Um, I think it was under Paunovic, wasn't it, two seasons ago? Um, but then had that big injury that kept him out for the season. And he's been unlucky on that on that side because again, I think he had a bit of injury at the start of Ince's reign, didn't he, as well? Um, so, but but the fact he's he's really contributing now, he seems to be really enjoying himself um, as well. You know, you see him after the match, you see him enjoying his chant, um, his post match interviews as well. You know, he's really kind of reassured with what he's saying, really smart, um, and it's 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 great to see because you'd probably say he's probably one of the better wingers in league one right now as well um you know if not one one of the better ones you know i think he's got the second most assists now in league one Femi Aziz, which kind of says it all um i know the assists aren't everything but he's going to have one of the higher goal you know goal involvements at this point uh, out of everybody in the league and for all the criticism he gets goals are what win games so or get points (laughs) or get points in this this regard i guess yeah We've got two more games coming up in the Christmas period, Matt. We've got Cheltenham away on Friday, um, which I think is maybe a tougher game than people appreciate. Um, obviously, they're below us in the table just on goal difference currently. But given that they didn't pick up a point for the first 11 games of the season, they've actually picked up 19 points in the last 11, which, you know, is a pretty good record, really. Um, and then we've got Exeter, who have absolutely plummeted like a stone and sit just above us, three points above us. Now, will we be out of the relegation zone after we finish our game against Exeter? And how many points are we going to pick up? I'm going to say yes, we are going to be out of the relegation zone. Um, I do agree with you on the Cheltenham game. Um, you know, when you look at their last five games, I think they're seventh in the form table. You know, they're since since, since they're well, yeah, I think you can only call it a, abysmal, woeful. You could probably choose any, you know, bad ad- adjective in the book, and it would probably describe Cheltenham's start after that start. You know, they've actually started to pick up points quite nicely and, you know, they're nearly out of the relegation zone themselves. You know, I think I think we're equal on points now. It's going to be a tough game and it's away from home as well. No matter kind of what your expectations are, it's still a team that, you know, yes, we're three unbeaten, but we've only won once in the last 12 months still. You know, um, if 
if we can get four points, that'd be a really good return. You know, I don't think I don't think Cheltenham is a must win. Cheltenham's a must not lose. Um, I think to be honest, um, because realistically, th- th- those teams around or around or below you, you don't want them picking up points on you. You want to be taking points off the Exeters, off the Port Vales. Um, you know, that are just it's also difficult to put away an away match as a must win. Just yet, exactly. given, you know, we've still only won one away game. Yeah, you know, and like no matter what your view on the opposition, that's the reality of kind of where where we are, where this team has been, you know, away from home. There's there's signs, there's certainly glimmers of kind of, you know, what we can do um, away from home. And I think, you know, especially looking at Peterborough, you know, Peterborough, the, probably the best team, if not, you know, second best to, to Portsmouth um, uh, in the division. Certainly of late, they've been the best team in the division. We saw that for 15, 20 minutes of the game yesterday. If we can play like we did against... Peterborough I'd say you know that, that that we'll probably win both you know I don't think it's unfair to say that you know the the points we've picked up of late I think have been a lot a lot better and kind of more against you know bigger teams I don't want to sound disrespectful to Cheltenham but against you know a harder schedule you know we've had Oxford we've had um, Peterborough you know Wigan in there as well I know that they're not 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 as good maybe as people think but Lincoln as well you know are right up there um, you know we've taken good points um, o- o- over this period so I wouldn't be putting it as a must win. And again, don't go overboard if we only draw draw at Cheltenham, because like you say, we've won one in 12. 12. I think the key, to me, the key one out of those two is the Exeter game. Because Exeter. if you can beat them and, yeah. and take the points off of them, you're probably going to be above them. Exeter even if you lose, even if you lose against Cheltenham, if you beat Exeter, you're probably going to be above Exeter, which is, you know, one more team, one more team off the list, as it were. So, Yeah. I think if we don't lose against Cheltenham, beat Exeter, we'll be outside the relegation zone, and then you can start to start to look upwards and start to chase down some of those teams like Wickham and Burton, who are just above them in the table. So, yeah, critical few days coming up, but um, fingers crossed for some more points because I think we all would have we all would have taken eight points definitely before the start of the Christmas period, and if we can get ten, that would be an absolutely fantastic return. Um, well, I mean, you look at only one defeat and eight, uh, one defeat and nine at that point. Actually, if we can remain unbeaten, you look at the last four though that that, that we've played. You know, we've, we've played Oxford, who are currently fifth, got a draw. You played Lincoln, who are ninth at the moment, got a draw away from home. Wigan, who you know around us, very comfortable two 0 win um, in the end. You've beaten that. You've pulled points back on them, um, and again, Peterborough at top of the table away from home. You've got a draw there. You know, they are really good points that we've picked up, you know, um, just looking at the fixtures again, I said, you know, that they've kind of picked up against the teams that are kind of around them at the bottom. Their two wins have come from Carlisle and and Carlisle and Shrewsbury, Um, you know, so teams again around them, Bristol Rovers being the other one who are kind of mid mid to low table, Um, you know, so there's I think there's a lot of hope for for Reading at the moment and just seeing the performances that we're putting in consistently now and against good opposition you know we're not just doing doing the good performances against you know the Wiggins um you know the Fleetwoods the even though Fleetwood well, we, didn't, we didn't play well against Fleetwood we, but yeah yeah but, but but like you know you're not, you, see, we're yeah, not against just, the teams lower in the table though I see your point yeah, yeah you know I think I think there's a lot to kind of be be cautiously optimistic about of course that can all change you know in the next two games but you know go, go into it if you can get a draw draw at Cheltenham, make sure you beat Exeter, which I think they're more than capable of doing at the moment. You know, the reality is, you know, Cheltenham in, in their 22 games only scored 15 and Exeter have only scored 14 in their 22. You know, th- these aren't 
you know, fantastic teams, you know, at the end of the day, if, if, if we can get a few goals against them, which that's one thing this team has shown that they're capable of doing is getting goals and getting good goals. Um, you know, I think um, we can have a, we can have a good new year's period. Um, but yeah, I think uh, there's, there's a lot of optimism for, for me or cautious optimism anyway. Yep. Fingers crossed. I think cautious optimism for a good end into 2023 and a solid start to 2024. Hopefully everybody out there has enjoyed their Christmas period so far. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please drop us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Always appreciated. Um, we will be back after the Cheltenham game at some point on Saturday uh, with a roundup of the Cheltenham game. I think, Matt, you've got a Cheltenham fan lined up for a preview later this week as well, potentially. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed yeah. at the moment. We'll see. <laughs> I guess keep your eyes on your podcast feed. Um, until either the preview or the review, keep your eyes out. Uh, we will speak to you all then. Up the ding. <laughs>